All right. Well, hey, welcome everybody to episode seven of the training podcast. It's always amazing to be here. And uh, my name is Andy Broad. I'm your host. And the training podcast, basically, we are looking at topics that are trending at King's Church Mm. and then trying to do our best to take it a step further and to take a deeper dive into that kind of content. So, And I'm super excited to be here today with two of my amazing friends and uh, huge figureheads, really, in King's (laughs) Church. Which, is, which says a lot yeah. about the two of you. But uh, we've got Pastor Dan Lamus is here and Anthony Moore, who is not on staff, not technically a pastor, but in every other sense, yes, he is. He's on our board and mm. um, a huge influencer and elder in our church. And both of these guys are amazing prayer warriors. They lead our prophetic ministry here at the church. They've They've helped me understand so much about prayer and the prophetic and what that looks like and how to get better at flowing in it. So cool. in the middle of this Pray Like Jesus series, we couldn't think of two better guests to have on to help us take this deeper dive. So thank you guys so much yeah. for being here yeah, and being you. a part of this. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you and excited to learn to learn from you. So cool. And we are, we are in the middle of this Pray Like Jesus series. We've been working through yeah. it for the last couple of weeks. And uh, so today we're just going to talk about prayer, which... Awesome. As friends of yours, I'm fairly confident saying is one of your favorite topics. Would that be, <laughs> yeah. would that be fair to yeah, say? Yeah, that's reasonable. We Definitely. spend a lot of time, you spend a lot of time talking about prayer anyway, yeah. and teaching our prayer and, and leading people in that, leading our prayer ministry. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, let's just dive in and talk about prayer for a few minutes to think about Sounds great. Right, in the life of our church. How do we get better both corporately as a community and learning how to pray and being effective mm. and fervent to use a good church word in our prayers? Yeah. But then also like individually, like what's it look like to have a really healthy individual prayer life as well? So yeah, yeah. Um, you guys jump in at any time on anything you want, but let's just let's just start with a really simple question that I've heard lots of times over the years, and I'm sure you have as well, is like, how do I pray? If someone right now isn't regularly praying in their life, like maybe mm-hmm. they don't even pray at home, maybe they're not even praying a lot in their in their uh, mm. in their mind and in their heart, like it's just not something that's ever been on their radar. They right. certainly would never pray out loud. Like if someone mm. asked them to pray out loud right. in a communal gathering, they wouldn't be comfortable doing that. So someone like that who is at that phase in their life, like if we were to say, like, how do we even start to dip our toe in the ocean that is prayer? Right. Like, mm. w- what does that what does that look like? Like, what tips or advice or help could we mm. could we offer someone there? Yeah. Which I get is the most loaded question. In yeah, the world. yeah. <laughs> Could go in a bunch of directions. It's not a small topic. Two mm-hmm. things I just want to yeah. say right up, right up off the top is um, I'd like to reassure people that one of the one of the core key Christian beliefs is that God is reaching out for us. Mm, you that's know, awesome, yeah. you know, uh, we talk about the gospel, and you know, the difference between the gospel and religion is religion is man's pursuit of God, but the gospel is God pursues man for a relationship. So that's that. So I think prayer falls wow. into that same kind of dynamic. God's already reaching out and communicating to the prayer. So somebody wants to pray. The good news is God's already speaking mm-hmm. and calling out for you. Yeah. So prayer really is something we're responding that's to God. Awesome. And then I would say too, people are really familiar, even if they're not really a Bible person or a church person, they've probably heard of the Our Father. Yeah. Or the Lord's the Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, yeah. You know, and you know, Jesus really gave that to his disciples, not this is what to pray every time, this is how to pray. So it's actually like a form of prayer. 
Hmm. So they can yeah. take that Our Father, Lord's Prayer, and and they can take it as a model of okay. So here's the way to pray. You know, so for instance, starts off with you know Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Well, you know, you don't have to say those words every time, right? Yeah. What does hall What does hallowed mean? Even mean, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like set like apart, right? right? Like set sure. apart, un- yeah. incomparable, so on. But yeah. but it but it starts with a greeting. It sounds funny, but yeah. prayer starts with a greeting, like yeah. like you would like, anybody else. Hi God, we're talking to. Yeah. yeah. Hi God. Uh, good day, God. Whatever it is, yeah, sure. however you would like starting the conversation is kind of the hardest part sometimes in prayer. Yeah. Here I am. In fact, oftentimes first time prayers will go, God, uh, and then yeah. the next yeah. two sentences are hard, but then it just flows. Yeah, for sure. But I think that's normal. It's very normal. Like yeah. prayer starts, you just jump in with a greeting, right? Yeah. But to be able to see the Lord, the Lord's prayer, the Our Father, isn't this is what to pray every time. Yeah, it's. Here's how to pray. It's a it's a form, it's a way to get you started. Yeah, and I think that yeah. I think that's one of the things that that strikes me about it is that uh, it's there's this little tension between um, I seem to be using that word a lot, but there's this tension I between love that word tension uh, between like what's written on the page, right, uh, and which is amazing. Like it's a good starting it's a good starting point. But what the, I feel like what the Lord's looking for is like honest engagement, like because there's yeah. there's there's a there's a way that like God's not looking for you to recite something over and over again. Right. Like he's not looking for like like a, a list of a checklist of things that you've done. Yeah. He's actually looking for like when we talk about prayer, one of the things that's most important to me is honest engagement. Right. It's just like mm-hmm. my heart. My heart is actually here it is. You, I'm not hiding. Like I can't possibly hide anything from you. So I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so like that. Yeah. And that's, that's for everything. That's for the, for the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Like the Lord's actually looking for, he's actually looking for it. Yeah. Um, He's looking for like that honest, like honesty. And even it like, you know, we can talk about how long we should pray or whatever, but like at, at the very beginning to me, core at a core as a core concept me engaging with god at an honest level right and, and just you know it's it's like i would talk with any one of you and it, like yeah. we would sit down and have a coffee or a tea or whatever and we would we would engage and i would just sort of at the the rhythm and the flow of what's going on in my heart would sort of just come out yeah right yeah, and I so so i don't have to put on anything god's not looking for me and here's the thing, uh, the one, just the other thing I want to mention is that, that he's kind of like jumping off what you were saying is that he's actually looking, he's actually, he always wants to talk, he always wants to talk to me, yes. right? He's actually looking for that engagement too, right? He's mm-hmm. not, he's looking for the honest engagement, but he's actually looking for the engagement as well. Yeah. In that we, I'm not, I know what this is like to go through whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, right? Feeling like God doesn't want to talk to me, right? Yeah. And I've come to learn, right, through various seasons of my life that that the statement is true. a lie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That God is always interested and in always wanting to talk to me. So to me, like the door is always, the door is literally always open. It's, it's always an open door. 
and he's just he's looking for honest engagement from me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I'm thinking back and you know, there's something I had to learn about prayer. Mm. And and that is that when it when it comes to like living uh living a life like Jesus, purity is huge and a top priority. Mm. But when it comes to prayer, and it may even be true about my whole life, I don't know. But definitely when it comes to prayer, it's honesty is more important than purity in prayer. Right. Wow, that's right. that's a huge statement. For sure. Can you say yeah. that again? Honest, when it comes to prayer, yeah. honesty is more important than purity. Right. Wow. Because if you think that, purity is more important, you're either going to avoid talking to God yes. or you're mm-hmm. going to try to paint the best picture of yourself in conversation with God. Yeah. And it's actually going to derail your Man. prayer. Totally. And so honesty is actually more important than purity yeah. when coming to God. He's not impressed with, especially right. in prayer, yeah. with our pure talk. He yeah. wants the honest talk. Yeah. Guys, you're already blowing my minds. Like this is, and I, I feel I'm like I'm already for, blowing my own mind. Right, yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. God's blowing our minds. Like yeah. he's the one who does the mind blowing. But I, what I love so much about that already, and we're only a couple minutes in, is you, we've just completely flipped the paradigm of what most people think about prayer mm-hmm. and how they approach prayer right. in just a couple of minutes. Because yeah. usually people think like prayer is all, uh, we're doing all the work. Like we're trying to yeah. talk to God, but like, mm-hmm. but is he even listening? Does he even care? Right. Yeah, and to right. think about when we approach it, no, God is already desiring. He's already coming close. Yeah. Like I loved what you said. Religion is man's pursuit of God, but the gospel is God's pursuit of man. Yes. Right. And if we, yeah. we if we shift our thinking from religion yeah. to gospel, that no, yeah. God is already pursuing you, already desiring you, like wants to have that conversation with you. Yeah. That when we begin to pray and make the effort to pray, yeah. it's already in response to what God's already done, how He's communicating mm. with us. So it's a complete opposite. Love it. And then the Can second say, thing being that, well, I kind of I forgot it now. We were saying that the big paradigm shift. The honesty. Oh, the, the honesty. Yeah, because yeah. we we oftentimes think I've got to have my life. Mm-hmm. purified and cleansed before yeah. God would, why would God listen to me if I'm yeah. messed up yeah. and the honesty thing is actually even more important than the purity thing mm-hmm. the approach that's just two huge shifts right there for people that I think is going to be so helpful yeah, yeah. and I just want to say how much of a even for me and I recognize this in other people as well just in the flow of life and conversations that it's a big deal for because sometimes when people think about talking to God that we're already painfully aware of the ways that we don't measure up. Yes. Like yeah. we're already. Yeah. And so I feel like that either serves as a deterrent in that God doesn't want to talk to me, or we feel like we have to even explain ourselves or say, God, yeah, I know. And then we recite this whole laundry list of things that where we don't measure up or we're failing or we're screwing up or it's all, all of these areas. Mm-hmm. And I just want like, it's just, it's just an important thing. And actually in my own life, it's something that I've actually had to consciously push past. It's one one of those things where my feelings served as a like as a thing to actually uh, they were it was contrary to what truth was. Like the truth yeah. is that God's looking to and actively engage. He wants he wants to engage with me, and I would feel like he didn't want to talk to me because of. Yeah. this mess going on in my life. Oh yeah. And so, so that's, a, it's actually, so it's, it's there, such right? a big mm-hmm. deal that it's like, that we have to like, even if it requires like, okay, I feel one way right now, but I know the truth of it is that God, you're, you actually want to talk to me. Yeah. And so I'm choosing to say no to how I feel and say yes 
to what I know is true about what you say in your word yeah. and actually press into an, an engaged conversation with you. Mm. So that's, yes. yeah, I think that's, that's anyway. helpful. Yeah. I'm choosing, I love that. Like I'm choosing to say no to how I feel and say yes to the truth of your word. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not a, it's not a trivial thing. Like it's a, I think no, for, it's easy for, to say, but that's, huge. it's easy to say, but it's, it's a hard thing in that moment to press through yeah. Yeah. for sure. Hmm. Mm. Awesome. Well, hey, what if we, I love what you said this too, Dan, like the series that we're in right now is called Pray Like Jesus. Yeah. And literally there's something like you can find it in, in uh, Matthew 6, like you called it the Our Father um, or the Lord's Prayer, like where yeah. literally Jesus said to his, in the, in the Sermon on the Mount, which is Jesus' longest sermon that we have, his most, probably his most famous sermon that we have for right. Jesus. Yeah. And in the middle of that, he takes some time to stop and say, Hey, you want to know how to pray? Mm. Yes. This is how you should pray. Yeah. And so who better yeah. to learn from how to pray than Jesus himself? Absolutely. Right? So yeah. can, can I read that for us just, oh, just, just for fantastic. a second? And then like, we can maybe dive into that just a little bit. But again, the words of Jesus, Matthew chapter six, uh, starting in verse nine, um, in the Sermon on the Mount said, this then is how you should pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give mm. us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we've also forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm -hmm. So it's a really pretty short, succinct prayer that mm -hmm. yeah. many of us have heard, yeah. regardless of our church background, yeah. we've heard that and we've mm -hmm. heard someone yeah. recite that at some point in yeah. our lives, yeah. but there's so much packed into that and so many helpful handles for when we're approaching like, how should we pray? Right. Right. And you like you you read from the version that you of the Bible you read from did say this is how you should pray. Yeah. It was this, so this is the NIV mm -hmm. I'm reading from. So I just yeah. like to emphasize that again. I don't know if that's the way it is in every version of the Bible, but I love that it says that in the NIV. This is how you should pray. Yeah. Mm. I love that because that's not the it's not it. This isn't this is all you should pray. This is what right. you should pray. Right. It's, this is how you should pray. Sure. Jesus was giving them a model for prayer, which means this is a dance. Like, you know, you're going to have your way mm. of doing these things, you know, love yeah. it. It's right. Fantastic. And what he wasn't saying was this is the only way you should pray. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with reciting the Lord's Prayer. Like some people may want to start like in their prayer yeah. life and their prayer journey. Mm -hmm. Maybe that is your your intro, your signal yeah. into that conversation every yeah, yeah. single time. Like you Agreed. start with the Lord's Prayer or the yeah. Our Father, right? Yeah. yeah. But it it gets you kind of into that headspace, but it was never meant to say like you just as long yeah. as you do that mm -hmm. once a day yeah. and check that off your list, yeah. then right. then you're good and that's all perfect. Right. And I like. and I think that's just to, just to clarify, I'm not I don't know if I don't think this is the way it came across, but it's not that I'm knocking the Lord's prayer. What I am no, knocking, totally. what I'm knocking is the, I think you were totally <laughs> knocking. What I am, what I, I want it on record I, yeah. that Anthony Moore, <laughs> but, but, but it, I am, I am knocking the, the empty, the empty routine. Yes. That's what I'm knocking. Yeah, it's like, it's like, that's, yeah. that's if you, if you, if you fall into that and it could be anything, I mean, but if you fall into that, then you need to do something to disrupt it yeah. because it's like yeah. God's God's so not interested in hearing you recite the same. He's probably as bored as you are with it, you know, by this yeah. point, but yeah. Like yeah. he's just looking for that anyway. Sorry. Yeah. I, I just, here's, here's a wild statement to make Ooh. that I just thought of <laughs> Get in, your the, pens last, ready, in folks. the last 45 seconds. I, I'd like to, to challenge, challenge anybody who's listening. I bet that every question you have about prayer could be answered 
in that model of prayer Jesus gave. Mm. Wow. Like I bet the answer to everything, every question you have about prayer, it could be found by digging into that, into that prayer. Yeah. That's huge. Just to so thank you. I just, I'm challenging myself. Even right, as right, I right. Because it, yeah. it's like I, when we're struggling and trying to figure out like, how do I pray? Or maybe I'm, I'm uncomfortable with yeah. prayer because I haven't done it a lot. Like, yeah. Because I'm wondering even if that's part of what Jesus was doing with that. Like, mm. here's the, here's the world of prayer in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here's the basic. The framework. Here's the, the structure. Yeah. Here's the. Uh, here's how you pray and you won't need another how. Yeah. Like this is, for sure. this is, his, this, is this will take you, if, this is eternal right oh. here. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about like the way Jesus did everything was he just made it so accessible for people. Yes. Accessible. Right? Is a great word. It's, it's sure. interesting to hear like what you were saying just a minute ago. It's the, 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 the routine of it is mm. the complete opposite of what we should be going for. Right. Yep. In, in a lot of ways, not that the discipline is important, but even before, right. It's just interesting. Like right before verse nine in that chapter, we was talking about it in verse five, He's, he's addressing that too. And he's saying, when you pray, mm-hmm. don't be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues on the yeah. street corners to be seen by others. Yeah. Yeah. He's saying they've already received the reward. Like when you pray, go in your room, close the door, pray to your father who yeah. is unseen and what is done in secret, then he'll reward you. Like when you pray, I love the verse seven. When you pray, don't keep babbling on like the pagans mm-hmm. when they think they'll be heard because of their many words, yeah. which is so freeing for people. Yes. I think. Yeah. Because, and I, I he, it's, this is kind of hesitate to say this because I am someone who is a pastor, works at a church, and does stand on stage and pray in front of people yeah. on a regular basis. But it's there's a real danger in that people thinking like that's the only way you can pray. Sure, and because right. because I'm not standing on a stage or because I can't use the same kind of words or language or I'm not as comfortable, you know, wordsmithing words together so that it sounds good mm-hmm. to be said yeah. into a microphone. I mean, then I can't. I can't yeah. pray. And uh-huh. Jesus is literally saying like those people, like if they're praying with the wrong motivation or anything like that, it's the yeah. opposite of what you're going for. Yeah, yeah. Right? exactly. Yeah. And I would say too, just to, just to jump on that too, like, like again, we would, we, we look at prayer probably a little differently than God looks at prayer. We're, we're learning probably. Yeah. And that even, uh, it's easy to judge somebody's heart motivation. I'm saying, but it's, your judgment might not actually be correct too. Cause I yes. find that sometimes some of it, like, and let me just say this. My judgment's never wrong. It's always right. <laughs> right. Like, so, cause you could be honest, like there's lots of, there's lots of times where, where somebody would be on a stage and praying and it might be, but that's the context. It isn't like they have yeah. said, I must be on the stage in order to pray. Yes, right. Like, right. so it's just like, yeah, that's, I think it's not just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's, for sure. I think it's just important to know that, like to just back off a little bit. If you feel like I have, you know, if you just the don't judge people, even if they're praying from a stage, that's yeah. Cause yeah. and there's a yeah. place for that too. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think again, Jesus's goal was to make it. And he, he sort of ends it right there in verse eight. He says, your father knows what you need before you even ask him. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it goes oh, back man. to that closeness thing. Right. Where oh, he's, how beautiful yeah. is that? Yeah. Like, like, this is a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like how many yeah. times are you with people that you are so dear and close to mm-hmm. and you'll realize 10 minutes, 15 minutes has gone by and you haven't actually even said anything to each other, mm-hmm. but it didn't right. even matter because you were in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like you just, 
It yeah. is. It's a. I love it. Yeah. The father knows what you need even before you ask him. Yep. Mm. But he does want to have you ask him. Right. Because he loves you. He loves your voice. Yeah. Because it that's is amazing. A relationship. Yeah. It's amazing. He wants me to talk to him because he just loves to hear my voice. Yep. Yeah. I love to hear God's voice. Mm. But what an amazing thought. He loves our voice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, literally. Awesome. How many people hate the sound of their own voice? I do. Somebody hears a recording. <laughs> like, I go oh back my soul! Why I sound yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. But God loves. For sure. God, that very voice you can't take. He goes. Wow. Mm. Just ask me again, because I love hearing yeah. you. Yeah. It's it's the intimacy factor. Yeah. Right? We talk about the in, like within prayer. I feel like we talk about intimacy a lot, which is. Again, for someone who's newer to it, it could be kind of freaky to say, like, how, yeah. are, you, how yeah. are you intimate it's a little, with God? Yeah, it could right? be a little creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if we're yeah. just being totally honest. Yeah. But again, it's just, it's it's a, a handle that we put on as humans to just try to wrap our heads around how much God really loves us. Oh, man. Yeah. And how much He really desires that kind of yeah. relationship yeah. with us and like line of communication. That's a huge thing. Yeah. So let, let's let's talk about this for a second too, because this is like this is all great and it's super helpful. But you, you just said something too, Dan, about like I love to hear God's voice, right? And, and it's so important for us to remember that God loves to hear our voice. But I think a place where people do get hung up sometimes with prayer, and I know I've been here before too, mm-hmm. is okay. I can I can wrap my head around um, talking to God and speaking to God from my end, right? But how do I know? when God is speaking back to me? Like, mm. what does it actually look like to hear the voice of God in my life? Mm. Like, what's it look like to ha- have, we talk about having a conversation and a relationship. Well, it's easy for me to wrap my head around. That means I do this and I talk and I say these things, but how do we get good at or get sensitive to hearing the voice of God in our life? Because when we say that, and we talk about that in church all the time, doesn't, it could mean this for you. And if it happens mm. for you, then I'm jealous that God literally shows up to you and maybe mm-hmm. in a dream or something and says, Andy, yeah. this is my word for you. Yeah. But it can also be a lot more, a lot more subtle than that. So mm. can we talk about that for just a oh, few minutes? Yeah. Like what, what does it look like to hear God's voice and how do we discipline ourselves or position ourselves might be a better word to, to get good at that and have that be a regular mm. part of our life. Mm. Yeah. I'll just jump in sure. here to say beautiful picture Jesus gives of this speaking of speaking of making everything eternal accessible to us mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything that I love more about Jesus than he makes everything accessible right mm. I love that the eternal yeah accessible. like yeah. if I could if I could picture Jesus when people asked him most of the questions they ever asked him mm. if I could just picture his face he's like okay first of all how do I say this in such a way that that you can get it because sure. what you're yeah. asking is about something so huge. Yep. Yeah. I could totally discourage you with my answer or yeah. give you something accessible. Yeah. He always gives us the accessible. I love it. Mm-hmm. But he wanted people to understand I'm a shepherd mm. and you guys are sheep. So that's where, mm-hmm. that's where, that's where hearing, yep. hearing God needs to start there. Like we're totally dependent. Like there's something about knowing you have to hear from God. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you can, you can't go without hearing from God yeah. that helps you stay in the learning process. Cause yeah, sure. I mean, man, I've, I've known Jesus. I think I was nine years old when mm. I first surrendered my life to Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And that's wow. How many years? Oh, that's a long time ago now. <laughs> more than <laughs> only, 40, more than 40 right? years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, and so, 
in all that time, I'm still learning. I'm still learning to yeah. hear him better. Yeah, yeah and you always sure. will be. I w always will be yeah. because yeah. I know I'm always a sheep and he's always a shepherd. Like, yeah. like is it the sheep's voice really, or the sheep's responsibility mm -hmm. really to know the shepherd's voice? No, no, really, yeah. it starts with the shepherd. Yeah. So it's really his, so prayer, hearing God's voice is based on a promise. Yeah. Jesus promised, I am the shepherd of the sheep. Yeah. My sheep know me and they will know my voice. So yeah. it starts with a promise. Sure. If, if I'm willing to stay dependent, this is what I've mm. always done. If I'm willing to stay dependent, I will hear him better. Yeah. Mm. It's not based on my ability. It's, yeah. he has to come through. He's the shepherd. Yeah. I, what, if, if we go off a cliff, it's not my fault. Right. You know, he, he promised he would speak to me. Yeah. So if I'm not, if I'm willing to be dependent, he's gonna work out the filters. He's gonna make it so I can hear him. Yeah. That's kind of where I started. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. And I think, I think some of it is like, we, a couple things that come to mind is that we, we somehow put the ways that Jesus talks to us, we only limit him to certain ways. Like we only say, I, ha I have to have either the audible voice of God or I should have an open vision or something yeah, like that's that. Good. Wow. Yeah. But like to understand that the way the Lord talks, right? Like the Lord talks in a way that uh, to me, this is the way. And it seems like. Hey, 90% of that communication is, is nonverbal. <laughs> right. Like, right. But it's like. Take, even, that's true like, even outside of prayer. Yeah. For sure. Wow. It's like yeah. even to, just, to give ourselves the understanding that a dream isn't just a dream. It's not just a dream. Oh, that was just a dream. Right. Like God, God, there's clearly biblical precedent for God speaking in dreams. There's clearly yep. biblical perspective uh, or precedent for God speaking through his word, God speaking through, um, you know, other people, God speaking through uh, that's still, still small voice, yeah. yep. our senses. There's all kinds of ways that, that, that God speaks to us uh, and that it's, it's the way of like, us like listening right so this like to be open to the the many ways they actually i mean we could cover lots of them wow. we don't have enough time so prayer is but communication just, it's not talking right maybe, absolutely maybe talking puts prayer into too small of a container for sure because wow. there's lots of times listen That's listen I, like like one of the greatest one of the greatest uh elements of my like the the things that I appreciate the best about my times with the Lord are the times where where like we're we're not actually saying anything, right? And I and I hope this actually comes across because I, I guess like what are you even doing? Can sure, I put some sure. soft right. music? On? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's just, it's the times where it's like I I, f I feel like in those moments where I'm I'm with Him, it's just like I feel like. He knows my heart and I'm sensing his. Yeah. And we're not actually like saying, I'm not actually saying anything. It's just me before the Lord. And I'm just, it's, it sounds, I'm aware of how this sounds, but it's just like there's these moments of peace when I'm before the Lord and it's okay that I'm not saying anything, but it's so important that I'm just like, that I'm, I'm aware of his presence. I'm aware that he's with me. I'm aware that he's close and that's enough. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's like to me, like those there's those those moments in prayer that serve as the lifeblood. They're, they're actually mm -hmm. my 
Hmm. They're actually the thing that fuel everything else, right? Yeah. And so, like those are to me, those are the those are the times when I look back at what's Anthony's prayer life in my history, right? Mm -hmm. Those are times where I actually those are the thing the one the times where I'm actually those are my highlight. Like that's part of the highlight reel hmm. for me is like those moments with him where it's just me and him. And we may not be saying a whole lot, yeah. but we're, but I'm aware of him. Yeah. I'm aware of his presence yeah. and I, and he, and I know that he's aware of my heart. Yeah. And yeah. 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 You know what? Like in God gets me for sure. Like I think the big part of communication is the person that's with you gets you. Yeah. And that's so reassuring to mm -hmm. anybody who wants to learn to pray is you discover over time, God really gets you. Yeah. Like God, God. And that's so comforting God, in any relationship. Right? It is. Just, there's a yeah. disarming factor that happens when we know we're with someone who is safe. Yeah. That we can trust and that gets yeah. us. Yeah. If you think about God that way, that's yeah. so helpful. And I want to throw it back and say, God isn't in a hurry hmm. uh, for you to learn. Wow, like yeah. when you say, I want to learn how to hear God. Yeah. God loves knowing that. But he's also, the bad news is he's not in a hurry. Good news is he's not in a hurry. Like it's, sure. it's. Mm -hmm. It's over time. Uh, I, maybe this will really help somebody. You're going to learn to hear God's voice over time. Like you yeah. won't know by next week how to hear God. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you'll you'll know over time. God will actually reach back. In, like God will actually reach back into your memory and remind you of times you felt something, even if you didn't know God. You didn't. You had never come to faith uh, in Jesus. You'd never surrendered to Jesus yet. Well, mm. God will even reach back to those times before you knew Jesus mm. and remind you of, that you had a sense of the divine or the transcendent or mm. something outside of you. And you said, ooh, what was that? Yeah. Right. God will go back and say, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was hearing you back then. Yeah, that, that was me. That's the way I speak to you. Mm. And over time... Mm -hmm. He'll show you this is the way because yeah. he you'll know his voice. That's the thing. So if I know his voice, then he's he's already been pri priming mm -hmm. me for that. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm just dying to talk to you about these things in front of me. But yeah. one, one of the <laughs> one of that. the things I love about getting to know God is just been reading and and writing. So I've I've been I've journaled now mm -hmm. for most all my adult life. Yeah. I didn't journal when I was a kid, but. Uh, in my adult life, somebody turned me on to journaling and I have a very simple form of journaling. It's, it's very free flowing. Okay. But, but I have like decades of journals and I picked mm. up on the way God speaks to me through journaling. And that may be helpful to somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, cool. uh, just uh, be, that's the awesome. overtime thing, like, like right. how can I be so can confident? I? It's because I've, I've written down right. some of the things that I've received but that also was teaching me how I hear too. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say too, right? So there's this element of that I think is lost and is really counter-cultural, like it's counterintuitive. It's the the element of, of like waiting, right? Yeah. Right, and so like we, and this is an element that, that it kind of covers every aspect of prayer, right? And it's not something like it's, it's things that the Lord's dealing with me all the time too. It's just like, I when I pray, like there is, there's this element of like, okay, it's like this, this, uh, I have to fight against my desire for everything to be immediate. Yeah. Right. Or the fast food culture. Right. Fast food culture. Everything's yeah. a microwave, right? Yeah. Like, it's just mm. like, 
like we don't we don't like to to look in that and that's just like our our world the way i see it you know it's not going to get any less like that right so we just we just want we want that immediacy Yeah. yeah and i feel like the thing that one of the things that stands out to me is just this element of waiting in that the lord will speak he might be silent but he will speak right and that it's like oh but if you just wait just a little bit longer just spend some time with me just a little bit longer it's my desire to speak to you and if we like you know take a minute which is not bad if you're doing it but like if we're if if we're 30 years in and we're just still taking a minute and like nothing all right i'm out right like yeah. it's not like that's not a relationship that's not uh that's not you know what what i think the what I feel like the Lord is like desiring out of prayer is these yeah. like these microwave prayers, right? Sure. And it's like develop in the seat in the season and in this place of intimacy. Like if you're familiar with the the church culture, you may have heard the term the secret place, right? Like it is a place that, you know, that it is, you know, a place that we go away, we steal ourselves away. It's what Jesus did. You know, often we we read in mm. the New Testament where Jesus would yeah. steal himself away. Yep. And right. right in that place of intimacy, right? And to, 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 Hey, 1101 AM, baby. Yeah, <laughs> to, yeah exactly. Pause, to pause that, and pray. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. To develop that habit and that pattern. Cause it isn't, and I think this is, this is important too. It isn't just discipline. It isn't just the, the, the regularity of it. Yeah. It's, it's encounter as well. Like it's being with him. Yeah. Right. And it isn't, it isn't one or the other. It's actually both married together it is the the desire to be with him married with the discipline of doing it out yeah it actually produces fruit yeah. in your yeah. life yeah right? yeah and that's uh, guys this is i think so helpful for people and i i think i want to stick here for a few more minutes because that's the beauty of doing like even you said like man there's so many different elements sure. we don't really have time to cover them all the beauty of this is that hopefully we can take some extra time that we wouldn't be able to take on a weekend and cover some of this stuff yeah, so sure. like I'm, I'm hearing you guys say things like like how do I position myself to hear God's voice? Like stealing ourselves away and carving out some space, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even like you were saying, like sometimes it's 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 nonverbal. Ninety percent of communication is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. disciplining ourselves to like find some time in silence, yeah. which never happens in our lives, right. right? Like personally, for me, I'm pretty uncomfortable with silence. Yeah. Like I, most times in my life, if something is silent. I naturally am looking for something to fill that silence, right. whether that's music or, oh, wow, there's nothing going on, picking mm. up a book or yeah. turning on the TV or mm-hmm. anything like that, right? Yeah. Or texting someone. It's like to just, we've, we're uncomfortable with the, with the thought of like downtime, right? Yeah. But like what, what, what are other practical things? Like you said, you mentioned journaling too, yeah. Dan. Like, like finding some space to steal away and spending time in silence is a discipline and journaling helps us to actually track like what God's saying and what he's, how he's speaking to us. Like, are there, are there other things we can do? Like things we can do to position ourselves to like be set up to hear God's voice, whatever that, whatever that looks like. Well, one of the, one of them that was really important to me. Um, I still do this some, but there was a time in my life I did this just in such a disciplined way, probably for 15 years of my life was, was memorizing scripture. Like having a scripture, yeah. a scripture verse that you're memorizing each week, have a system. Mm-hmm. My, my simple system was this, that I would, I would, I would pick a verse each week that I was memorizing yep. and mm-hmm. I would just work on that one verse for that week. 
Yeah. And, and, I, and I would keep a list of up to eight verses and I would review back those eight verses. Okay. And I, yeah. I, can't, I think maybe it was the Navigators way back. Mm. Probably nobody even knows that name now. <laughs> anyway, this was a Christian help yeah, group. Sure. But anyway, basically I had this little system where I would review back eight weeks of verses. Mm. And they say that once you do that, you've actually nailed it in. And, and I would know that mm. over the course of a year, I would have over 50 verses or close to 50 verses given that I'd, yeah. I'd wow. miss a few they weeks. Memorized. Yeah. Memorized, and that could go on for yeah. years and years. But here's, here's where I'm going with this. Anybody, any Bible geeks that are listening, they want to look at, um, I believe it's near the end of Colossians and near the end of Ephesians. There's two scriptures that are very similar. One mm-hmm. says, talks about being filled with the Spirit mm-hmm. and says, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to each other and be filled with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in Colossians it says, you know, sing, get together, sing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs together, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Mm-hmm. So the same guy wrote both letters. In one letter, he emphasizes being filled with the Spirit. Other, mm-hmm. em- other letter, he emphasizes letting the word of Christ mm-hmm. dwell in you. And what I learned from that, and hopefully this can be concise here, what I learned from that is if you're full of the Spirit but no word of Christ, you're not giving the Holy Spirit much to work with. Right. Wow. Right. Okay. If you're filling yourself just with the word of Christ without the Holy Spirit, you're not giving God the opportunity to use the word of Christ in right. you. So the memorizing wow. the scripture okay. yeah. in partnership with the presence actually is a yeah. very powerful thing. You know, and the Bible says, Oof. how can I keep my way pure by living according to every word? Mm. Yeah. Uh, from your law, right? Like, yeah. But it's storing up. Oh, if I store up, how does it go? If I store up the words of my heart, mm. I will not sin against God. Like it's the, it's the, it's right. the old Hebrew idea that storing up the word right. actually empowers you to stay out of the ditches and to right. be productive in creation the way we're intended to. Yeah. yeah. But that thing of word with no spirit actually, you know, it's, it's mm. not going to take you anywhere, but spirit with no word doesn't give the Holy Spirit anything to work with. So yeah. it's And that's huge because I feel I feel like some people's experience with church would reflect like what you're saying, where they're maybe they had an experience with church in the past or someone who was part of church in the past that there was the word was there and the right things were being said, but the sense of the spirit and the actual no like presence. nature yeah. and the presence of God existing yeah. in that person's life were actually mm. indicating how they lived their life and how yeah. they acted and how they moved and how they treated people yeah. didn't line up. Right. And right? his presence and his voice are really tied together. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, right. Yeah. Exactly. So it needs to be, it needs to be both. That's awesome. Did they interrupt you? I didn't mean to. No, no, not yeah. at all. Dude, I'm just, <laughs> I'm loving every second of this and I think other people are too. Um, something, something I was thinking too that I think would be helpful for a lot of people. And again, we, when we, uh, you guys lead the prophetic ministry here at our church, which I think we would define the prophetic as like hearing from God on behalf of other people, right? It's to hear yeah. the voice of God for the sake so that, of blessing people. Exactly. I don't know if I would go for on behalf of people just only just to, just to dig into that. Cause I don't want to yep. give people the impression that we're hearing for them. Sure. Okay. That's it. Words create worlds. So that's important. Yeah. 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 So, so the, so, uh, recently we just had a, uh, time on hearing God at one of our, one of our burn services. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we talked about how, you know, prophecy is hearing God 
for the sake of blessing somebody else. Yeah. So God's probably already talking to them. Sometimes, mm-hmm. oftentimes prophetic is just confirming what God's God's already sure. saying to people. Yeah, sure. So yeah. just not to get picky, but just no, that's su- that's super that, helpful. That is, yeah. And I think that that's why I wanted to let's talk about that for a, a couple minutes and what it looks like to 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 be in the prophetic and to pay attention to that because I do think that's a big part of hearing God's voice mm-hmm. as well as that a lot of times mm-hmm. that voice comes through another person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. it's nonverbal uh-huh. and it's personal, yeah. but at the same time, some Communal. of the Communal and I, I think that many yeah. of us would agree that some of the most powerful words that I've received from God have come through another person. These two and gentlemen right here. Yeah. Like you guys have done that for me. And exactly the yeah. same for me. And yep. it's actually happened with people that I don't even know that have said mm, yes. like, or I don't know very well at all. And so it's and those ones are always crazy because it's like, how did you even like they don't know what's going on yeah, in my life sure. and everything. And then they come up and they say right. something and just feel like, you know, I felt like God said this and Hey, if that's, we can, we can get into what that actually looks sure. like, but, but still like to, to hear the voice of God comes through other people a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And yep. how do we position ourselves or get used to having that be a regular part of our lives too? Because that's been something that's been so helpful and profound in, in my own mm. life is a big part. I think what it means to hear God's voice. Wow. So. Oh gosh, uh, <laughs> that's just a really small, it's, light yeah, topic. Prophecy, it's great, the prophetic. So like, it's, you know. yeah, it's big because it's important. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So we've yep. we've turned this podcast into a twelve-hour podcast. Yes, we have. We have. Thank um, you guys for sticking with us. Season number one. I think one of the things I've learned is that over the years is that is is that a I'm I'm way more comfortable with the fact that God speaks to me, and that wasn't and speaks through me there's there's to me and through me sure okay and i think that's that's a part where where um that's more that's my launching point at least that it's it's legit it's a biblical precedent Mm -hmm. and it's something that god god desires to speak to me and god desires to speak through me right to other people basically so so it's it's a it's my starting point and as once i start to get more started to get more comfortable with that like I would say that even opportunities or moments where that happened started to present themselves. Right. And yeah. it's like, and there's lots yeah, of times where good. I'll speak there. There's a lots of times even now where I might say something and like, I might be totally oblivious, but yet something lands with, you know, there's, there's that sort of accidental prophecy yeah. or whatever yeah. that happens. But there is, there are moments where he puts, a phrase, a picture, uh, a, a single word, will, or highlight something about the person, a person that that will just sort of like, sort of like jump out at me. Sure, that's for lack of a, a better way to describe that in the moment. Um, that something will jump out at me, and I'll say, "Huh." Usually, it comes out as "Huh," yeah. <laughs> and. And, you know, and I'll just, I'll start a dialogue. And at that moment, I start a dialogue with the Lord. It's like, what do you want to say? Sometimes there's more. Sometimes he's waiting for me to actually be obedient and actually go to that person and say, and start. Say, hey, awkward conversation. You know, I I think this is, I feel like this is something for you. And then more will will actually flow out of it that way. And I just... You know, that's to me, that's how it that's how it kind of starts. And, um, you know, that's my starting point that that I need I need to be settled in the fact that actually God's desire is to speak to me and God's desire is actually to speak through me. And so to me, that's a that's a good starting point. I don't I mean, this is I I want to I'm trying to keep things 
sort of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, not yeah. to dive into well, the minutia of it all. You know, we, right. we love, we love that we've had, we have this opportunity to build a prophetic ministry with King's Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something, the prophetic has always been part of the life of our church, but it's really only been the last few years that we've actually been embracing the fact that we're right. going to build and develop a prophetic ministry. Yes, yeah. And so uh, pretty quickly when you start talking about prophetic ministry and the prophetic, yeah. the word prophet starts to come in on that. People get a little mm. squeamish about that. Right. Are you guys yeah. saying that everybody's a prophet? What's going on here? And um, one of the things I would love for people to know is that, that we really promote the concept that the prophet's first responsibility is to remind the whole church that we're all prophetic. Mm. Like the church itself yeah. is, a, is prophetic. The whole mm. church hears from God and speaks to others for the sake of blessing them yeah. in, in the power of the Holy Spirit. So yeah. we're not trying to say, we're not trying to lift up certain people and say, these people prophesy and everybody else listens or right. receives. We mm. say, no church, we are all prophetic because yeah. the Holy Spirit's been poured out and We've received the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's how we know God this, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yep. We're all prophetic. That's yep. something that's very different in the New Testament, yeah. different in the Old Testament. Yeah. The, Old, the Old Testament prophets told you what God was saying. Yeah. So uh, just I, I would like people to just know that about what we do mm. um, because, uh, because hearing from God is communal and it's relational, always mm-hmm. relational. And, and truly, the prophetic is relational. So, because one of the things that I was yeah. thinking about when you brought it up was about how do I receive, like, what do I do if somebody sure. prophesies to me? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, they're not in charge of you. They're right. not in authority over you. Yeah. You have one Lord, Jesus Christ. You, in the, in the, in the New Testament and the New Covenant, yes, we, we have authority in the church. But when it comes to God speaking to you and you knowing what God is saying, you have that direct access you know, John talks about how we have the anointing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a big word, but but we have that presence of God with us and in us. Absolutely, yeah. I don't mean to preach, but you know, when when Jesus said, "If you come Please to me do. and relies on rely on me," that person will have a river of living water flowing from within them. And John says, by that he meant the Holy Spirit. So something happens to somebody who comes to faith in Jesus; they have a mm-hmm. presence of God that flows from within them. That's direct yeah. access, yeah. right? It's direct act. So and that's so, everybody. Yeah. So the authority in the end of what God's saying to you has to eventually come back to you. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so you sure. have that license, no matter who prophesies to you or what it is, yeah. you have, you, you actually have the ultimate sign off on that. Yeah. And right. if you don't feel to receive a word, you don't have to receive it. Like this person who brought it to yeah. you isn't an authority at whether or not you should receive it. Mm. That's between you and God. Absolutely. So I just like people to understand that yeah. it's relational. Uh, so therefore, it's clunky at times. Yeah, like for sure. profit. And because we're imperfect people, yeah, we're yeah. not going to get part of what we love about each other is the awkwardness Absolutely. and the working it out yeah. and all that. So we're not, and, we're and not it's perfect, true. We're and it's true. Like usually, like that's usually something we'll start off like this might sound crazy, but yeah. yes, or this will be weird, but yes, right. You know, that's usually the way it starts out. So it yeah. does even, and there's moments where it doesn't, but yeah. there's, there is a, there is an element of like, I'm going to interrupt with you, you with something that you're not expecting or yeah. might be, might seem a yeah. little weird. And, and we ha- right? and everybody has to learn how to receive prophecy. Sure. Nobody knows how to do that right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you have to learn how to do it. It's right. a, 
you know, it's and that's the thing that yeah. as we develop as we develop as a culture of of a church that actually leans into hearing God in in specifically in this way, right? Like there's there's the traditional like we sit in the we sit in the chairs and you know that the pastor gets up and preaches, right? Yeah. That's yeah. A traditional most of us way. are comfortable with that. Most yeah. of us are comfortable yes. with that, but it's it is in the relational. It's the one on one. It's the one on a few in the community, the small groups, all of those things where we start to learn what it's like. And those are the things as we lean into it, we're going to grow and develop. And Mm. sure, there's going to be there's going to be high points and some hiccups along the way. But it is something that is very much that we have to like as we do this, it's just going to it's going to kind of work itself out. And the Lord's going to just he's going to help. He's going to be with us during the through the whole process anyway. So, yeah. What would you what would you guys say? What like what advice would you give to someone who, I mean, hears that and hears the idea of 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 prophecy and our responsibility as as a church? Like if we're a part mm. of the church and we're following right. Jesus to to participate in that and to say right. like we're actually all prophets are called to be yeah. prophets, mm-hmm. but they're nervous or hesitant to engage in that again mm-hmm. because it's different or it's outside of their comfort zone. It's going beyond just the paradigm of sitting in church and hearing a sermon and. Mm-hmm. And what advice would you give or help that we could give to someone who is sort of very curious and very open to it, but again, sort yeah. of like hesitant and sure. and uh, af- afraid really to, to take a risk and to dive in? I want to kill the Hollywood element right off the bat. Yeah. Like it's not that. It's not a movie thing. It's not, there's no, there, I'm not saying it's drama free, but it isn't all drama. It isn't like mm-hmm. an epic moment when that thing happens. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually quite the opposite, uh, in a sense. Um, but it is something that happens in relationship. It happens something in like in community. It happens, you know, when we hang out in a group or mm-hmm. in a, on a Sunday morning or at the grocery store or in a coffee shop. Yeah. Right. So it is something that happens and it's like, it can be epic in here, but there isn't the pomp and circumstance of someone standing up on a mountain saying, this is the word of the Lord. Like right. it's not, it's not that, um, it's not just that I will say, let me just sure. tweak that a little bit, yeah. but cause maybe there is a moment where that happens. I don't know. It's just, again, I'm not going to presume to speak for God, but, right. um, I, you know, the, the, or at least tell him what he should do or should, shouldn't do. But it, one of it is, is like that it is ha- that it does happen in very organically and it is happened in relationship. It is like it is that clunky thing. It is if you're getting into it, like understand that it is so much more accessible than you think it is so much more than you might have a preconceived notion that mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and that it is it is start. It does start in the place that like it is a biblical principle that God speaks to us. It is mm-hmm. a biblical there's lots of examples of God speaking to us and there's lots of examples about him speaking through us. And so it is, some of it is just starting with that understanding of, of this is something that happens in relationship and also, um, and also, and it just left me, (laughs) but it's something that happens in relationship. It isn't, it isn't drama filled. Um, but just that, just that it, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know where that went. I, I, well, I like that. Yeah. And like, just let me say this too, because that's something that I was actually processing. So let's, let's, let's talk about that for just a second. That the prophetic, I think sometimes when we think the prophetic, we do think the pomp of, pomp of circumstance. Let's say yeah. that we think someone's standing and saying, thus saith the Lord this over you. Can the prophetic happen and roll in a little bit just 
more in in natural relationships like you mentioned like in a small group setting you're yeah. talking to a friend in the grocery store yeah like does that friend even have to be saying like oh i'm receiving this from god in real time and saying this to you like could it happen right. in words that they're just sort of speaking and again they're not even god's right. laid it on their heart and they're not even necessarily in that moment trying or attempting to download mm. something that it's just sort of naturally happening and then like through natural relationships and friendships that prophetic words are spoken and delivered is that something that happens yeah i think yes yes and no right like because there's encouraging that's the answer to so much of the faith i feel like so yeah yeah, sure sure. (laughs) and then also no yeah Yeah. at least i don't know i don't know what you're taking because i don't know if we've ever had this this conversation but to me there is there's this element of like okay as we get to know the, the voice of the lord yeah i think it's appropriate to identify like i feel like the lord is asking me or is showing me this or or, or telling me this, mm. like it is, it is important to identify that, because yeah. then that that gives him his place in the conversation. Yeah, there are encouraging words, like in this, like if you're if you're down, I'm gonna come and encourage you and say, yeah. hey, you know, it's you know, cheer up, you know, yeah. this isn't the end, right? Like stuff like that. But that's that might be in line with something, but that night might not be. That might just be my desire to encourage you. Yes. I'm right. Totally. So there is that. There is a. There is a space yeah, there. I, yeah. And I. Yeah. I, and I, I. I would. I just want to throw in and say yes. Like the prophetic is very conversational. Yeah. Very much so. Like. It shows up in conversation uninvited, at times. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, sure. for a long time before I ever was open to, really being prophetic or being a prophet yeah uh for years i would like call somebody up on the phone and 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 they would say your timing is unbelievable yeah 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 i think we've had that or someone sends a text and says something and they're like uh, yeah you don't know how much i needed that and you had no idea yeah Yeah. completely random and they think now you're the knight in shining armor just rode in on the stallion you know but you were just you might even have been just uh, happens that you might even by mistake land somewhere yeah. Like I used to tell people that my prophetic life looked like running down a path in the woods, tripping over a root, <laughs> stumbling over into a ditch. And there happens to be somebody lying there going, wow, oh. your timing's amazing. Oh, hey. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that is I, such a good analogy. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. that and that's the way it feels. And so, I, yeah, yeah I just encourage people. It's yeah. like that. Like, yeah. and I also want to encourage people to learn language that gives people space a little things like. I've been working on hearing from God lately. Mm. I think I'm hearing something. Yeah. Do you mind if I try it out on you? Yeah. Yeah. And like just putting yourself in a position, like learning some things like that where you can say, wow, I just think this thing's coming to me or I don't know, I just feel strongly you need to hear this. Yeah. Mm. And again, it doesn't have to be, I've been on the mountain and God gave me this sure. and I have it on a scroll for you. I've got the stone tablets. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. So it is very comforting. That's great. It's a great question. Yeah. So people need to know that. It's going to show right. up unaware. Yeah. Uh, it'll show up intentionally. It'll show up in a bunch of ways, but you are a prophetic person if you're a son or daughter of God. Yeah. Right. And so you, you're you going to have to stop yourself from being prophetic. People yeah. are going to be receiving things from you. So yeah. for sure. Learn that, that that's, that's really good. And I would say that some some too is like there there are, to me, and I would experience this over my journey with the prophetic is that is that there are tens on the Richter scale, right? There are things where my heart's beating out of my chest. Yes. And I know that oh, I have to do yes, I know yeah. that I must yeah. do this. Right. Yeah. But there are also like fours and fives on the Richter scale. And there are also twos. And I'm like, 
where I'm, I'm like sure a little bit more. I, I think this might be. And so there are yeah. like it isn't always a 10 and it isn't always a two or a one. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's and there's lots in between. Yeah. Where where God and I just I feel like there's this element of and, and to me, like the Lord's never going to remove faith from he's never going to like have this faith removed. And how you spell faith again? R-I-S-K, right? <laughs> uh, exactly. Yes, I wanted to get yeah, that. Yeah, right. I love that. I've heard right. Anthony so. say that a Yeah, bunch. so you spell, yeah. like, it really is, it is, you know, in Hebrews it says, without faith it's impossible to please God. So the flip side of that is with faith, it's possible to please God. Yeah. So there is this element of, That's like, cool. he's never going to, he's never going to remove, like, from these areas of hearing God and even being prophetic. Uh, he's never going to remove that element or that cho- that choice that we have. Like he's never, he's presenting you with, here's something for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have this for you. Yeah. Right. And so in what we do with that is, is often going to involve faith spelled R-I-S-K and, yeah. and the riskiness of it. Right. And the risking looking a little silly, the risking looking yeah. a little, you know. Sure. And that's know, probably something that does hold some people back again. hundred percent. When you're into the prophetic is. Yep. Okay, I feel like maybe, like you were saying this too, Dan, I feel like maybe I'm, I'm desiring to hear God's voice. I feel like maybe I'm getting something, mm-hmm. but it's taking that that step of saying, I feel like this could be something, or I feel like God may want to say this. Yeah. But if we don't take the step of being willing to risk looking a little silly or risk looking like we missed the mark or we yeah. got it wrong or we don't know what we're talking about, if yeah. we're not willing to take that risk, then that word may never get delivered or may never get right. delivered through us. Yes, 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, if you don't mind, I wanted to jump back to, you were talking about how, like how, like say somebody really wants to get involved in yeah. the prophetic mm-hmm. how. Yeah. A couple of really basic opportunities that I know exist at King's Church, yep. but I realize people may be listening to this podcast from other churches. Yeah. But I would say most churches would have these two opportunities for people. If they want to jump in, and one is the prayer meeting, like every yeah. church kind of has the classic it's midweek, happening somewhere. midweek prayer thing. Yes. Yeah. That's a great place to show up to be around the prophetic happening. Because yeah. even if you're part of a church, they don't call it prophetic. It still kind of flows yeah. in the flow of a mm-hmm. prayer meeting. Yeah. And that's a great place to be around it and to get your feet in the water a little bit. Yeah. And step in there and dare to lead out in a prayer now and then let people pray over you at prayer meeting yeah like that's a great great venue mm-hmm. for us wednesday nights seven o'clock in saint john um here at the valley location yep. we have we call it prophetic prayer night but yeah. it but it's it really is prayer meeting as yeah. well what it is uh and then and i know in our halifax they have the same thing on wednesday night i believe it's the same time at seven o'clock yeah but that's one avenue is that prayer gathering midweek the other is uh, at King's Church, every worship service we ever have, we have prayer ministry teams. Yep. And that's, you don't have to have a major crisis going on to come receive mm-hmm. prayer ministry. Yeah. All of our prayer ministry teams are trained in the prophetic. If you want to learn how it works, come and receive it. Come and even yeah. say to a prayer ministry team, I just need some prayer. Yep. My name's Dan. I need some prayer. Yeah. And, and who doesn't? And, yeah. I need a prayer or I need a word. Like, I need a yeah, word. I, yeah, I just want yeah. to hear. So I'm be, desiring to hear put, the voice yeah, of God. Put, yeah. So taking advantage of that opportunity, yeah. that happens at all of our worship services. Probably mm-hmm. most people who are listening, who attend a church, there's probably a prayer ministry time somewhere on a weekend connection with their mm-hmm. with their service. Yeah. I just want to, that's a great place to step in because sure. by, by getting prophesied over, then you mm-hmm. say, oh, I think I'll, 
I think I'd like to try that. Yeah. I think I'd like to step in and just get yourself in the atmosphere of it. Yeah. But two simple ways yeah. to get around it for people. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know? I think the important thing, and this is one of the one of the things too, is just for someone getting into it, uh, is to just kind of do it. Right. Yeah. And jump it's just in. like it's to ju- yeah. to jump in, right? Like, because for me, I think the the story that I tell is that I, you know, in the beginning of my experience with the prophetic, I just saw, I, I knew what it was like to have a word kind of like shake me at my very core. Right. Yeah. It was a thing that flipped a switch on for me. And I was like, okay, I, this was, this was game changing. This was game changing and life altering. And now I've opened my eyes have been open to something that can never be shut. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like, now I want, I want it's, it stirred up a hunger in me. So I remember I had a, a friend, um, Priscilla Tricartan, if you're out there, thanks for praying for me. Yeah. Um, she pr- she prayed for me, and then she said... Priscilla prayed for me way back there, too, <laughs> like talking decades ago. Yeah. 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 So she She's prayed for me. She, aware before she too. prayed for me, She's and crazy. then she said, yes, all right. Priscilla. She yeah. said, okay, all right, let's go. And then she took me to a couple people and say, what's, this, what, what does, what's the Lord saying to you about this person? Wow. And it's like, okay, so that might strike fear into everybody. Right. Or into some people. But in that moment, it was like this thing that it stretched me out of something. Yeah. It stretched me and it led me into this place of like, okay, what do you got? If it's only like if it's a picture, if it's a little bit of a word, then go with that. Right. If it starts off like you don't have to you don't have to, you know, paint michelangelo's sistine chapel Chapel. (laughs) painting on day one right like you don't and it's a thing it's an it's organic thing like i look at it as a as a plant that is it as as it starts off as a seed and it could be really tiny and this this whole thing that we have with the lord is that it starts off it can start off really small as a little picture or a little word and sometimes it it only ever is that and sometimes it's a little bit more elaborate but that as we grow and we develop it it is possible to grow and this is a you know, something that's been on my heart for a long time. It is possible to grow. It is possible to develop. It is possible to mature. But we have in the prophetic and we get more used to things. We get more accustomed to the risk. We get more and then the Lord stretches us into something else. But it, it, it can start off like be okay with it starting off as a really small thing. Be okay with it starting off as a as like, hey, man, I feel like the Lord just wants me to tell you that he loves you. Right. Yeah. It never really goes past because it's just in so many words that yeah. he loves you. But like it, it can start off with a just say, hey, man, I just want to I, I need to give you a hug or something like that. Man, yeah. I need to tell you that you're amazing. It or, could be the or, timing in that situation. For sure. It's the, the right word. It's the right word in the right season yeah. that that has the greatest impact. Right. You know, so. I love it. And I love that you mentioned Priscilla Tricartan. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even in our even our speaking about her, there's an example of someone and most everybody who's listening isn't going to know her. Yeah. But those of us who do know her, she she lives here in the St. John region. Yeah. Um, She is many, many people over over the past 20 years or so Mm. have said that they've run into Priscilla somewhere and she had a word for me. Yeah. And what's beautiful about this is is she has invested in the lives of so many people, many of them very fruitful people Mm -hmm. in ministry. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to highlight that 
that is the beauty of prayer and prophesying is that, you know, it's not about being a perfect person or having, you know, knowing how to make all the best decisions and having the most amazing, you know, celebrity status anywhere. Mm. You're part of a community. You're part of a place where you live. Yeah. And you're making investments. I love how God lets us make investments in such important things. Yeah. You never know what your small yes to God in a moment, you never know what you're actually investing in. Like it's a trusting process. Like, yeah. like the, the, the thing you're investing is so valuable. Mm. So when you release a prayer for somebody or you, you, you're in a moment, you think, oh, this is just an ordinary moment. You don't know that. You yeah. don't know what you're stumbling into. Right. And it's beautiful how it's, and it's part of God's grace. He will use mm. us even in times in our life where we don't feel great about our performance or even what we're doing, mm. but he will allow us to have a moment where we speak into somebody and we'll hear 10 years later yeah. how that launched them into something massive. And we're like, I didn't even give that at a good time in my life. Right. Yeah. Like that wasn't right. even, I didn't yeah. think it, it wasn't was a, me. I didn't think it was an important <laughs> yeah. word and I didn't even feel great about myself. Yeah. Yep. It just happened. That's but there so you hear five years on the road. Oh yeah. I was talking to Andy Broad and you too. Oh my goodness. He did yeah. this for me. Right. You yeah. had no idea. It's wild. You, God lets you do his kingdom stuff and you're not even right. sure you liked yourself in a moment. Right. right. You know? Yeah. And I think that's, I've had these, these moments where that's people heavy. come up, people come up and say, you said this thing to me and it was, you know, it, it changed my life. Yeah. Whatever. It affected yeah. me profoundly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll go, I said, I said that. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just and it's just becomes it becomes a little it's just becomes organic that as we grow and we develop and as we give ourselves to it that that we have no idea what the what the impact you know we do sometimes but there's lots of things where where we'll say I you know we'll, you know situations will I'll say I'll say something where I feel like is right for the moment or that mm. the Lord's saying yeah. and that person might take that and they might run with that for a long time, a month, a week, 10 years. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then come back and say, that was amazing. And so like you're yeah. like, you never know the impact. Yes. You never know the impact that, that we have on people That's by so just stepping into yeah. it. Yeah. And I think maybe, I mean, we put a cap on the, this piece of the conversation sure. by saying this is that, and I mean, you, you said today and I've heard you highlight this before as well, Anthony, just in all your, all your teachings. Um, is that like if if the overflow of like that that those rivers of living water we're talking about is the holy spirit like flowing through us right like why would we why would we ever try to limit that because yeah. i can think back of like tons of times in my life even like as as a as a younger christian and, and, and growing up that i felt led to do something or say mm -hmm. something or pray for somebody but then i talked myself out of it mm -hmm. because yeah. i was nervous or i was afraid or i was yeah. like oh, that yeah. can't be right or that can't be true yeah. and it, it saddens me now to look back on and think of how many opportunities i missed for or opportunities were missed for someone else mm -hmm. because i limited the power of god like flowing through me right. and god using me and like i've heard you talk about a sword before too like yeah. like do like what's the point of having that kind of power existing with right. us if we're not even willing to open our mouths yeah. and speak it in, and use right. it. Right. And I think just to just to jump off that, just to explain that a little bit more. Yeah. Like in Ephesians six where where God where God where Paul goes through the armor of God, right? Right. Like he goes through the breastplate of righteousness, yeah. the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, etc. But he gets the, the last one is and the take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. 
right? Yeah. And this was a bit of a, this was, this blew my mind a couple of years ago when I finally discovered that is that like, this is one of those things that is sort of hidden in the, in the, in the English, hidden by the English language. Yeah. Like if you look at the Greek and what Paul says there, the word is actually rhema. And what rhema means in the Greek is actually the spoken and declared word of God. Yeah. Right. So there's a verbal, there's a verbal aspect to it. And it's like that the, 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 the idea is like, it's if, if we, if we're, if we're, I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard truth really. But if we're too, if we won't open our mouth or if we're too afraid to open our mouth, do we have a sword? Yeah. Right? Do we have any ability for, from, from a spiritual sense of being proactive and being on offense? Yeah. Right. Cause everything else about that, about the armor of God it's is defense. a defensive thing, yeah. right? The, the shield of faith, all wow. of those things, but the, yeah. the active, the, the offense, offensive weapon that we have is the word of God, mm. but spoken, right? So anyway, that's awesome. Just to, just to kind of like elaborate on yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Love you. It. That's, that's yeah. exactly where I was going. And I, I, hopefully that's helpful and, and challenging people, inspiring for people, I think to, to just take a risk and to try something they've never tried before. And, and mm. what do we have to lose at the end of the day? And for me, it's comforting to know it's, it's not about me. Like you even said, like for sure I said that, or that happened through me. Like it's, if we can move past like that, it's not about us. It's about what God wants to do through us. Like that, mm. that changes everything. Yeah. Um, and uh, so let's, let's, I want to talk about one more thing and let's just like commit to saying we'll be landing the plane with this. Discussion, this is so right? good. But I mean, we can, so oh man, it's been, we, we could talk for hours and hours and hours and yeah. hopefully people are still tracking with us and probably a lot of people are, will pause and maybe pick this up again later. But I do want to highlight one more thing about prayer an aspect of prayer that I think is incredibly important. And again, it's something that Jesus modeled for us. And it's something that I think people have a hard time wrapping their minds around sometime or discipline themselves mm. to do or to try. And that's fasting. Uh-huh. So we talk yeah. a lot in church about prayer yeah. and fasting. So right. like, let's just take a, a few minutes and like, this is kind of maybe the last main thing we discussed, but like, what what is fasting and how does fasting look in the 21st century why is that still Mm. important is it still important and like again for someone who is curious and is like Mm. all right cool could this be another tool to help me Mm. hear the voice of god like how do you begin to dip your toes in the pool of yeah of fasting so yeah 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 it's a big question it's a really big question it is let's let's start with what is fasting let's let's explain that for people that maybe have never really been in yeah. that world before yeah it's it's denying yourself something uh an acknowledgement that there's something greater you're going to receive hmm. wow that might be the best definition of fasting i've ever heard dan well i think i actually <laughs> i think it's pretty good i think i borrowed it from pastor brent yeah. nice it is like, Thanks, i think pastor. a couple, yes. couple years you, ago he, what a he when he was leading us into a time of fasting he was saying giving up something good yeah for something great or better yeah yeah or for what's best. Yeah. But yeah, so it's deny. It definitely needs to be denying yourself. Sure. Uh, denying and a lot, a denying lot of yourself is good. Yeah. Traditionally, that's been like food, right? That's yeah. kind of the first topic right. we'll go to. Yeah, is that's like, right. How does skipping a meal help me pray better? Right. right? Yeah. When you think about it in terms of that. It's yeah. denying myself something, acknowledgement that there's something greater. Or yeah. acknowledging, is it, is it fair to say like it's acknowledging and desiring to have a greater hunger for hearing God and knowing yeah, I God do think that's than part anything of it. else. I think, yeah, I think right. it's part of it because I think it would be safe to say it's also to go to a greater level. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're referring to. Yeah. Denying yourself something good 
Mm. Food's good. Food's good. Food's great. I love food. I it's a lot. I have a, lot. a relationship with food. Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> it's a very dynamic and passionate yeah. relationship. So yeah. giving up something good, not only to get something greater, but to go to a greater level. Yeah. Because fasting does open that new territory for you. Yeah. Like you can go to a greater level. Uh, I know this probably sounds very basic and human, but I actually feel proud of myself mm. like in a good way i feel good about the fact a that sense of i'm able to yeah, i'm something. able yeah. to yeah. i'm able to give something up right right like, oh i have the power to do that yeah. there's a very basic thing that opens me to i can think on a higher level because i'm actually a better person than i thought i was it's that mm. sense of like fasting doesn't beat you down it actually yeah it actually uh, reminds you you, up, you yeah. are somebody who can say no to yourself you can do like yeah like you're you're it's a possible. child of god you're yeah. there's more to you than you think it so but yeah, yeah. it's giving it's, it's denying yourself so yeah. to get something greater or to go to a greater level yeah and just from like and just to use another pastor brent sermon illustration like and also he took it from daniel so i'm not stealing from pastor brent hey listen that'd be the daniel the bible daniel not in the bible. dan lamus right dan right who was inspired by the spirit of god <laughs> right. so i mean yeah, it all so comes back anyway. to there are no new ideas under the no sun. it's just that that idea of like fun fact i overheard his administrative assistant say the other day what's this dan fast what's this in his dan schedule dan fast i'm going on a dan fast that's awesome. it's not a dan lamus <laughs> i kind of like that daniel that's, in the bible right. fast that's a book idea i don't right have there. a fast in case anybody's wondering, yeah. <laughs> they write in. There is no Dan, the Dan fast. fast? Yeah. I like that. To the Sorry, book of Daniel. Yeah. Sorry, yes, but yeah. this, the thing is, is that there's this there's this principle there where uh, after the fast, and I believe I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly butcher this, but I believe it's uh, it's um, an, the angel comes to Daniel and to say to say that because you've fasted. To, it's this is the gist. Okay. Because you fasted, you've become desirable to God. You've given up yes. what's desirable yeah. in the food, and that has made you desirable to God. Yeah. Right. Okay. And to me, like that, like there, that kind of sums it up. You know. I love it. In a nutshell, yeah. is that it's my desire. Like I know that. It. I know that. That. And I know that we could crack open that a little bit further, but to me, like it's it's a joy that I that if I can somehow like do something that pleases the heart of God, like in that area, that that it makes Him want to to come uh, and be with me and like to attract more of heaven around me. Yeah. Right. That yeah. that that. That's all I. That's all I need, right? Like, yeah. and I know that there's there's so much more to it, and sometimes the benefits of fasting are, like, we don't even know. And I know that, like, you've talked to my wife about fasting and <clears throat> the times where I've come through seasons of fasting, mm. where things will just shift in me, and I'll be like, she'll be like, like you're just what are, what is this you're doing? This is amazing, or like why? <laughs> like, well, just things things will just be things will just be better in my life. Right. And You're vacuuming like, the carpet. What's <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, yeah, they must just be like things, like, like things, that, things that are good, things that are like, yeah. there's, there's this, all these benefits. Like there's, yeah. I just feel closer to God. Some, and weirdly, huh. I don't know if this is even worth talking about, but I think it's important, um, is like even during the fast, like it's, it's actually kind of difficult. Right. There is that element yeah. of like, I'm choosing this. Yeah. No, I've put the stake in the ground. I'm choosing to do this. 
and it's actually kind of hard and there isn't that much there isn't a for me anyway i don't know how other people's experience might be different but there is that element of like this is actually hard for me to do but i'm still doing it and then the joy and the benefit comes out on the other end right so there's that element of like i'm denying myself this thing and so for the sake of something greater and the greater usually comes out on the other end right after i've yeah. finished that season yeah. of fasting yeah. you're probably highlighting that mystery part of fasting where mm. you could see results way down the road from a fast you do right now for sure like you don't for it's sure. not always okay. immediate that you yeah. see the benefit it yeah you could it's just something mysterious about that because we're yeah. called to fast it's something Right, Jesus I mean, did. Again, it's a pray yeah. like Jesus series. Yeah, something that Jesus, we yeah. saw Jesus do. So on it's a habit, like right? Yeah. Actually, speaking of Jesus, um, <laughs> always good to do that. Always uh, to do there's that. this element. There's this other element for me about fasting that there's this. I don't even know where it is in the New Testament where the where a, a man brings his son who's demon possessed uh, right. to Jesus, and the disciples try to cast the demon out first. Right, and then yeah. Jesus does it he couldn't do it yeah. so then jesus gets rid of the demon yeah and then the disciples go how come we couldn't do this right and he goes well this kind like it's kind of mysterious but he's, he says this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting yeah. right at the at the surface level what that what that means to me is that if i make if i make fasting a rhythmic and a regular part of my life that unlocks something for me. Yeah. That unlocks a uh, deeper an, level, a yeah. deeper level, yeah. a, a deeper level of authority, whatever mm-hmm. that, whatever that yeah. is. And I don't have full, I mean, I'm sure there's other Bible scholars who would know the minutia of what that yeah. is, but at the very high level in my simple understanding is that if I make prayer and fasting a part of my life, then I can expect to see things happen around me that wouldn't be there if I didn't. Yeah, right. that's right. good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, that's so good. There you go. I do need to say, like, before, I know that we're landing in the plane, yep. but I just say that, like, that prayer, prayer is the lifeblood. I know that we've kind of we started in prayer, we moved into prophetic yep. stuff, but pray, prayer is the lifeblood. Like, and I think we would all agree. Yeah. Like, I know that I've, I've, I've discovered it really. Like I have discovered that prayer is the lifeblood for all of this. Yeah, like right. there is an element of that, of, of this, that I, that I wouldn't be experiencing. There wouldn't be, that I wouldn't be walking in or all of the things that if I, if I didn't have prayer, if I didn't have it. And so, you know, it is an important, mm. like if you're not like for anybody listening, if you're not, I know what it's like. Like, like I, I, I can, I promise you, I know what it's like to struggle with prayer, with the discipline of prayer. Yeah. I know what we it's like yep. to struggle with, um, with empty prayers. I, I, I know what it's like. And so, and so if, if anything I can do to just give, give hope to people is that it is possible for it to shift for your life. It is possible mm. for, for it to shift for people is that is it is possible to come out of those like empty and infrequent prayers into a rich meaningful regular times with the lord where it's where it's where it's so meaningful and his presence is there it is possible for you to grow and develop in that all i just say is like start somewhere you have to you can't not start and expect things to change you gotta have to start you gotta start somewhere and i just wanted to 
I think that was just sort of lingering in the back of my head. But as we sort of land the plane and sort of wrap this up, like prayer is the lifeblood for for anything. It's it's going to be out of prayer that you do anything of any importance, any any spiritual or significance yeah. is going to be uh, expressed on a foundation of prayer. Yeah. Right. That's uh, that's incredibly profound, and I think that for us as a church, even that's how we try to understand how we operate. Right. That yeah. we. God's doing some amazing stuff in our in our city and in our midst. And we, t- we even use the language. I've heard Pastor Brent use this language like prayer is the engine room. If yeah. this church is a plane, prayer yeah. is the engine room. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. all the most important factors like if that's not right and if that's not firing and if yeah. those gears and cogs aren't lined up and yeah. aren't working the way they should. Yeah. Nothing else is going to work the way. They should, right. right. Yeah. And so that's that's incredibly profound. And would it be fair to say uh, Again, we wrap up with this. Would it be fair to say that for someone who is just exploring this whole idea, to say a great place to start might be to say, like, God, give me a deeper desire to know you more and to yeah. hear your voice and to yeah. want, like, God, I, right now, I'll be honest, I don't think I'm great at praying and I'm uncomfortable with praying, but give me a desire to yep. be, to do it more. Give me a desire. Yeah, he to will make definitely it part of my answer life. that prayer. Yep. He'll yeah. do it. And that, and that's right back to the beginning, honest engagement, like be, be totally honest with the Lord. If you, if you, if you're aware right now that you have no desire to pray, just tell him. Exactly. Because he already knows anyway. He knows anyway, (laughs) right? Like he just says, Lord, I, and it's like, I know, like even just say, I know that going deeper, I'm going to have to develop with, develop in prayer. Yeah. I'm going to have to grow in prayer. So right now, God, I don't want to pray. I never have the desire to pray, but what I'm asking is that you would come and you would help yes, that you would actually exactly. change that, change my heart, yeah. shift that in my heart, sh- yeah. shift all of those things. And so acknowledge what it is and then invite him to come in and change. And that's how it begins. Right. And it's, it's, you know, and maybe tomorrow or maybe so, the yeah. next day you might have a little bit, maybe that will come in a, in a week. But as you continue that dialogue, that honest dialogue with the Lord, transformation like and in there are these it just happens right and it's sometimes it happens so slowly that we don't realize it's happening until we look back a month or we look back six months or a year and to see those things that we're actually like we've grown and we've matured yeah yeah so yeah man guys this has been so rich thank you guys so much for for being here and for sharing this i think that's it's been it's been so helpful and so freeing for me and i i I hope and pray for all of our listeners anyone who's listening to this or watching this that like you felt that god has been you know putting his finger on something in your life Mm -hmm. or encouraging Mm -hmm. in an area Mm -hmm. and you guys always do that for me whenever we're together. So oh, cool. I selfishly just wanted to talk to you guys and hang out. So that's why I uh, <laughs> yeah, awesome. I hit it it's in this so disguise fun. in a podcast. It. But yeah. no, it's amazing. And I, we already touched on this a little bit, Dan, I know. But there are some incredible opportunities in the life of our church that yeah. if people want to plug in and yeah. more coming up this fall, right? About yeah. how they can get activated in the prayer yeah. and prophetic and stuff. Yeah. For King's Church, a um, couple of things happening starting in September that I want people to know about. Awesome. We are starting back into our, our Wednesday night prophetic prayer nights. Okay. And cool. that's also happening in Halifax. Yeah. Uh, at our location there. But that'll be seven to eight Wednesday nights yep. here at the Valley location here in St. John. Yep. Um, and so we'd love people to jump into that. We'd love yeah. to see hundreds of people. Yeah. Like right like now. It's not, that's not an exclusive club. Like anybody that's right. can come. It's a wide open in. invitation. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, that's a great time. 
And uh, the other thing, which is brand new this this fall, we're really excited about is we're going to run a prophetic training school. Wow! I don't know yet if that's the official title. We're sure. working on that. Sounds but intriguing. It, but, it, but it's a training. <laughs> I vote for that. It's a yeah. training course, and yeah. it's going to be it's going to be hopefully Monday nights. Yep. We'll we'll make sure we get solid Stay word out about the info, actual yeah. night of the week. But it'll be something that's going to run, you know, 10 weeks. Okay. We'll have mm. solid time together. We're going to yeah. go through a curriculum. Awesome. It's it's time to dive in and learn to yeah. be prophetic. Yeah. And I want people to know that. Something like ongoing, a couple more things to mention. Ongoing is that we, for those who really like the prayer list, yep. please email me, dan.lamus at kingschurch.cc, uh-huh. uh, and tell me you want to be part of our prayer request team. Yep. We fire out almost every day of the week prayer requests. Awesome. And this is the way we pray mm. for the prayer needs of our church. Yeah. And so we see awesome results through that. Mm. So that email is group, group is great. It's about 100 people on it right now. I'd love Killer. to double that. Cool. Uh, the other one uh, to mention are our prayer ministry teams. At the end of every worship service at a King's Church location, we provide prayer ministry uh, through prayer ministry teams. Yeah. And if you're interested in so that, rich. contact Anthony yeah. or myself yeah. or mm. the King's Church pastor at your location. Yep. We that is an excellent yeah. opportunity to get in life uh, involved in the life of prayer in yeah. our church so. something for everyone yeah yeah that's awesome well again guys man thank you so much thanks for listening guys it's been episode seven uh trending Woo-hoo. podcast pray nice. like jesus episode seven episode seven yeah it. you guys are which is I'm, yeah, I meant to start with that actually that's a very biblical number so again that's why yeah. we're gonna pretend like that's why i asked you guys to be here for episode yeah. seven that's a big one <laughs> and uh yeah if it's you're watching great, on youtube man. subscribe yeah. so you get more notifications if you're listening on itunes subscribe to our, our channel there but man we love you guys praying for your church thanks for listening Thanks for being here, guys. All right. See you. Thank you. Awesome. That's a wrap. Boom.